Welcome to Funky Careers podcast number 22. Yes, I'm David Key, the founder of Funky Careers. And today we're talking about careers within. Now, you may think careers within. I'm not talking about so much within yourself, though we have a we can possibly have a number of careers over a lifetime. I'm talking about where you're based. So the careers within. So say you're working in an organization. Sometimes when someone goes, oh, I'm going to look at my career, there's these assumptions that basically someone's going to leave the organisation. That's where that person's going to look. What I'm focusing on today is before perhaps you jump outside that organisation to try and find that marvellous job, to look within, look within where you currently work to understand whether there's opportunities actually there. Now think about the market at the moment also. The employers know there's a skill shortage. The employees know that there's a skill shortage. So there must be a time to broker a deal where both can dance the same dance. So one or both can get in harmony with what each is trying to achieve. The organisation knows there's a skill shortage. It wants to develop its people. If it doesn't, well, it's going to have problems because it will lose their people and then it won't be able to get other people because there's a skill shortage. So arguably the employer goes, oh, I can get a job anywhere. But why would you? If the culture's good, the people you work with are good, and perhaps it's a case that probably the work is perhaps not as challenging now. But is there an opportunity to get challenging work within, within that company? And that's where the dialogue's going to happen for you. So the focus is really a bit today on both the employer and employee talking. Funky Chris normally comes from a, I guess, an employee perspective or someone looking to develop their careers. But there's a bigger picture at play here. Visualise it. It's like, you know, say your employer is like a dance hall, okay, and this dance hall will have a vibe. You know, it might focus on hip-hop. It might have a whole mixture of dances, jazz, ballet, uh, rock and roll, uh, let's do the twist again, or anything, whatever it may be. It all influences the culture of a place. So think about it. Are you, and say your manager or supervisor, dancing okay? Like, are you totally out of time? Well, they're the sort of things you've got to look at. Let's get into time. Let's start moving and grooving. Now, okay, let's, it's an analogy, all right? And I ask everyone to move and groove in a workplace as such. We're talking uh, like uh, analogy type thing, you know, just to compare it. Obviously, we don't want to get into any issues around the legalities of perhaps dancing in a workplace. This is in the sense of like, yeah, how you work together. You know, is there rhythm? Is there an understanding where each is going to put their foot or the way they're going to move? Because that's where the sense of achievement comes in. So this is what I'm saying is to look within, within your organisation. Now, perhaps the manager needs a dance instructor. Perhaps the employee needs a dance instructor. These are parts about the learning. So the instructor is teaching you. Now, that is the learning side of it. So how do we get that learning? Well, that's where you explore within the organisation. You as a manager 
should be developing the skills to develop your employees. We've got to be agile. The market's changing. We've got to start getting building those relationships more than ever to keep our employees. Employees, yes, don't be too mercenary and short-sighted to just going, oh, well, I'll just go where I'll get more dollars. That may be all very well short-term. But think about what you could be leaving. You know, is the relationship good? Has it have potential? Like with your manager or a supervisor or your project team or whoever you work with. So look within. And that's the focus. What I really want to push through today is for you to do that. So how do we do that? Well, I suppose the bottom line is, look, everyone knows their performance review thing. Oh, yeah. Um, say there's two people here. I don't know. Ted's the manager and Janice is the employee. And so often, you know, the process of development is sometimes overlooked. It's more historical. You know what I mean? Well, welcome into my office, Janice, says Ted. Uh, yeah, thank, well, you know, it's that time of year. We've got to do your performance review. Yeah, I, I know, Ted. Well, I'm just telling you now, Janice, um, I have to give you a three, which is satisfactory. Um, so well done you, Janice, and looking forward to catching up next year. Well, Janice has just gone, wow, that's where he's putting me. I don't mind the three, but where's the discussion on where I'm heading? That's what Janice is thinking. So she's gone out and said, well, that's what he thinks. Oh, I'm out of here, said Janice. I don't know, perhaps a week later, you know, procrastinated a bit. She puts in a resignation to Ted. And Ted says... Janice, what is this? Well, it's pretty obvious, uh, I think, Ted. It's uh, resignation. But we were doing so well together. Janice goes, were we? Yeah, yeah, we were. We were going places. Were we? Yeah, you know, you. I gave you three. I said, you know, you're going well. I mean, I thought that was pretty clear. This is not clear. No, not everyone's a mind reader, okay? So you as an employee, to develop your career, a good manager should be exploring this. A, a good manager should be otherwise reactive. You know, oh, 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 Janice, don't leave now. Oh, no, don't go. Don't leave me by myself. That means I've got to do a whole heap of work to find a replacement. Oh, boo-hoo, Ted, really. But, you know, Ted, you can be a better manager. Engage, get the best version of yourself, but get the best out of your employee, and that only happens with dialogue. Equally, Janice, accountability's on you here. Two, you've got to sort of say to your manager or supervisor, look, this is what I'm planning. You know, be clear. So then, because the manager often has visibility to other aspects of the business. Now, there's constraints, there's structural, you know, structure. You know, it's like the pyramid effect. You know, you can only have so many chiefs. But you can still look at development in the context of developing a skill set, learning about a certain area. So that's what you've got to explore with your manager in your current place of employment. That's what I suggest to people. So look within, the company within. So back to you, Janice. Yeah, I'm here. I've been waiting on the side. You're on again, Janice. Okay. Now, Janice, yes, um, let's speak to your manager. What should you really say to your manager? Well, I think I should actually say, look, I appreciate uh, I got a three, and but I really want to move places, Ted. Oh, move places. What's that mean? And then Janice proceeds to explain a bit about her, where she wants to head in a career. Yeah, a few of her personal goals. 
perhaps the sort of position she wants to move into or perhaps a particular skill set she needs to develop to close a gap in terms of where she's got a skill gap to make that move. The manager might have given that feedback. It could be Janice who's quite aware of that. But that discussion's got to happen. Now, importantly, not only is it important, the discussion, that develops trust and that develops productivity and that develops relationships. So it's really important to do these and have these chats. But the key thing here, it's not once a year. That is just nuts. What it is, it's more about Janice in this case. Hi, Janice. Hi. Uh, is it, and Ted. Ted. Yeah. I getting together and just having regular catch-up. See, this does not take long. Don't make it a burden. Either party, employee, manager, supervisor, it's not a burden. It's an add value. It actually improves productivity. Don't treat it like, oh, it stops me from doing my job. It frees up blockages. It opens up communication. The secrets, the surprises are mitigated. So it could be just 15 minutes every, I don't know, two weeks, maybe more regularly to get started. And then as you get in a groove, it might be every month where, you know, just an open chat about not so much always about the project of where it's going because that's sort of now. But the touch bases might be that, but they might be more about a future. So it's a catch up on the future. So obviously you perhaps wouldn't have them as regularly because you, unless you're really fickle and you, where you want to head changes every week. Well, there are people like that. But there's probably mainstream goals you can work to and you can check out. But that's got to be a, you know, that's a sort of a judgment thing. There's no like um, cadence to it. That's the latest corporate word. I think it's dying out. But there's no cadence necessary to it. It will be sort of that manager-employee relationship as to what actually fits. So in terms of those catch-ups, you know, these catch-ups remove the blockages, help with people's mental health, you know. And like I said, it starts to develop the trust. You know, so how good is it, you know, if, you know, you're opening up and listening to each other, knowing your manager supports and listens to you is great. And then importantly, the manager is giving feedback. So it's very holistic. But like I said before, drive the agenda, employee. As I said before, not everyone's a mind reader. So sometimes we speculate, make it all a narrative in our own head what someone thinks of us, and we haven't even spoken to them. So this is really important to, you know, and you can do these thoughts. It may not even go directly to your manager. You might actually speak to a mentor or a colleague or a peer or someone you can trust that, you know, use them as a sounding board. This is what I'm thinking. This is how I feel I'm getting treated. And they may give you feedback, you know, and that starts to launch in your own mind if I'm going to catch up with my manager and supervisor, I just want to validate my thoughts. Am I coming in uh, in the right place? Because sometimes we let a thing bother us. Like there's one issue that stops us. It's almost like we focus on the worst possible thing that's happened and that breaks down dialogue or we feel we conjure up some sort of uh, self-worth that perhaps we're not. So you've got to be clear or are you letting it block through one emotional event that it's not helping you to clarify your decision of where you're at in the organisation. So basically look within. 
That's the focus of today. Look where you are. Look where the opportunities before perhaps you take that leap. Now, I appreciate there are reasons people leave organisations, right? But, you know, sometimes it's like, whoa, just cool the jets. Let's think this over. It's like doing your own due diligence, you know, tick, yeah, no, this is good, this is good, this is good. Oh, but this is bad. But can I manage that? Yes or no? Sometimes you can. Or maybe there might be one of those conversations that's got to be had. So that's what I'm encouraging today on Funky Careers Podcast number 22 is just to look within the place you work to develop your career. Thank you for listening and I hope you've enjoyed listening.